Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to our 66 Summary Verses of the Bible. Joining me again today is Pastor Nathaniel Mayhew. My name is Pastor Neil Radical. We have continued into our New Testament studies. So far, we've done James, Galatians, and Matthew. I know that seems surprising that the New Testament books are not in chronological order from what we normally look at. So we are looking at next, First and Second Thessalonians. Nathaniel, would you like to read our Summary verse for Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Absolutely. So Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians was written about 52 AD. Uh, About these two letters were written fairly close together. Our summary verse for the first of these two letters is from chapter 4, verse 18. And just for a little bit of context here, Neil, this verse follows right after those very familiar verses that we often hear at victory services of those who have passed away regarding the resurrection on the last day. And Paul summarizes that section with the hope of Christ's return on the last day and the resurrection with this verse, therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, this is a pretty neat epistle. The Apostle Paul had journeyed through Asia Minor and into what would be uh, Macedonia and then into Greece. And along the way, he established this congregation in the city of Thessalonica. And if you remember from the book of Acts, it was a very difficult time. The Apostle Paul faced a lot of hardship and persecution. People followed him from one city to the next and drove him out. And the people, the believers that were established there in Thessalonica, they also were suffering persecution. So one of the main purposes of his particular letter here was to comfort and to encourage the believers of Thessalonica. And in the process, one of the things that he does is he talks about the importance of being a witness to the world around you. And we'll talk more about that in the second letter, but then also of being ready for the Lord's return. The fact that Jesus was going to return again and those who had died, think about people who had died As a result of persecution of the Christian faith, Paul says, we don't need to worry about them because Jesus is going to return with them on the last day. He's going to bring them with him. We're going to be brought from this this earth. We will be together with them in the air, and thus we will always be with the Lord. So that's summarizing the verses immediately prior to our verse for today. And Paul says, this is something that should comfort us. Comfort one another with these words, with this reminder, with this assurance. And so, Neil, you and I, we don't face persecution today like the believers did in the first century. And we don't face persecution today like many Christians do today in other parts of the world. But these words are still a reminder to us that we should be encouraging, comforting one another. When we have loved ones who are taken out of this world of sin, we have the ability and the privilege of comforting one another with the assurance that Jesus is going to return again, and he is going to bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. That's a part of our calling as Christians, to comfort one another with these words. So beautiful, beautiful reminder here as we get into the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. Yeah, I totally agree. I love the way you 
showed the context of that so important verse because you know it's very interesting to look at the religions around us in this world you know you you spent a lot of time in this short podcast it's focused on the internal evidence of why the apostle Paul was comforting the Christians facing all this persecution. What I want to do is show some external evidence of why this is such an important verse in the context of putting the Bible against the other Bibles of this world, the other gods of this world. So I'm not an expert in all the religions of the world, but what I have seen in my study of other world religions is in other faiths is that there's a total void of direction of how to comfort others when loved ones die. And a lot of that's because of what another religion might believe about what heaven is or how we get there. And so one thing I've seen being to lots and lots of funerals is that there's a lot of disservice and uncomfort. Not There's not comfort that's really given. It's so much focused on their life here on earth and not focusing on what God has planned for them. And so you're absolutely right. This is what the apostle Paul is directing. Here's how you comfort people in their time of need. And so what's unique about the Bible among a lot of other things, is that the Bible gives us a ton of words of comfort. And this is one great example. Here's how you comfort. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get to see your loved one again. There's going to be a heavenly reunion. You're going to get to see Jesus at the same time. And so all of this is meant to give us this example of how to comfort, how to give hope. And we do have hope. Paul writes in Romans 15, verse 4, whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of scriptures might have hope. I think Paul's remind us of sections like this. Comfort one another with the words of the gospel. When someone's suffering, bring them the comfort of Christ. Bring them that peace and forgiveness. Bring them that resurrection from the dead. Give them that hope. That's what the Bible tells us to do. That's what Paul's telling the Thessalonians to do. It's really simple when you stop and think about them. And all of these, the Lord tells us, comfort with the word of hope that we have in Christ. Beautiful section, very short, very direct and brings more comfort than any other religion in the world because Christ has done it all. Absolutely. I'd like to close with a prayer from the words of Charles Wesley. A lot of people are familiar with uh, Charles Wesley and the, the rich heritage of hymns that he has left behind for us as Christians. I'm going to use a couple of verses from one of his Advent hymns that reminds us of the coming of our Lord Jesus and this main theme that we've seen in First Thessalonians of the hope of Christ returning again with the resurrection. Lo, he comes with clouds descending once for every sinner slain. Thousand, thousand saints attending swell the triumph of his train. Alleluia, alleluia, Christ the Lord returns to reign. Every eye shall now behold him robed in glorious majesty. Those who set it not and sold him, pierced and nailed him to the tree. Deeply wailing, deeply wailing, shall their true Messiah see. Yea, amen, let all adore thee, high on thine eternal throne. Savior, take the power and glory, claim the kingdom as thine own. Alleluia, alleluia, thou shalt reign, and thou alone. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.